episode 32. This is season three. Season three. Uh, we played what pieces last week, Josh? Yep. yep. This week we got Foreman for real. And uh, just like I had imagined when we drew it, there's only one person I can think of uh, as far as Foreman, and it's George Foreman, and that's exactly who this was. Yeah. Uh, it's not about the grill, though. <laughs> Lean Green Grilling Machine. <laughs> but I think it was something like you knocked the fat out of Yeah, uh, it was, I can't remember. I can't remember the old commercials. So uh, there is going to be uh, just a little uh, spoiler alert before we get into this. There's going to be a, a lot of George Foreman fun facts at the end of this that are pretty freaking interesting, I have a I feeling. I know one fun fact, and I don't know if it's true or not because I've never done the research on it. Well, go ahead and hit us with it. Didn't he name like all his sons George? Yes. He that did. is true. That is true. I think, well, we'll, we'll save and some th- of this. I think his daughter was like George Gina or something. Like, no, I don't think that is. Okay. Either. He had more than one daughter, by yeah. the way. I think he had a couple of marriages. I mean, you're George Foreman. You're doing what you do. Yeah. yeah you were one of the boxing champions at one point in time. So. Uh, you made a fan- fantastic grill. Yes. And so, I'm going to go ahead and read the back of the box, Josh. I'm going to read the first sentence, and then I'm going to come to you and say what the fuck do you think he's talking about here because i i don't quite understand it also spoiler alert we're recording on a wednesday instead of a thursday that is true <laughs> uh so here here it goes the back of the box i'm just going to read the first line into the semi or the to the colon and then i'm going to say what is your thoughts is on it a semicolon or a colon it is a colon oh pay attention pug Okay, is it P-U-G like yes, the dog? Yes, it is P-U-G. Okay. I don't understand I that. don't either. <laughs> don't either. It's already caught me off guard. I feel insulted. I had Chinese pugs growing up. I think they're cool. Uh, Allie hates them. He <laughs> cannot stand them. I hate them too. I can't say anything. So let's try this again. <laughs> Pay attention, pug. <laughs> this is the biggest fight of your life. You're facing 20 of the toughest boxers in the world and each pack a powerful punch. If you get past them, you got big George Foreman and the title waiting. This ain't no fight club. It claims most motion capture technologies makes the most authentic action you've ever experienced. So get in there, get tough, get real. Foreman for real. Okay. I will I will have to say though. Catchy, catchy. There, I do like the last sentence. Get in there, get tough, get real. Get Foreman for real. Yeah. But I do have two problems with this. I do not know why you're calling somebody a pug. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm, uh, okay, unless it's an insult because you're going to get hit in the face that you become flat-faced. That has to be it. Become hard to breathe, you know, I don't know. That has to be it. Uh, the other part is when it says... This ain't no club. Oh, is this is no club fight? I said fight club. You did say fight. I, club. I, I, I said this ain't no club fight. I'm like, no, this is a fight club. So that pump my brakes there. Okay. I guess I'm a pug. I, I read that wrong. <laughs> so this ain't no club fight. No, I want to. Did they meant to put scrub? No, I don't think. No, it, it was pretty, pretty clear. I and, mean, and I and I had to top this out, so I was making sure I could read the writing and I. Oh, I no, no, I ain't saying anything. Like, like, do you think they meant to say scrub? And the dude's like, "Oh, pug!" Like he just had a hard hearing day. I don't know, and they just went with it. You know, it's about like Google. Google wasn't supposed to be spelled G O O G L E. It's supposed to have been something completely off the wall. I feel like you would probably say punk. 
and yeah, get a or punk. punk. Yeah, punk. I don't know. I kind of like you. I mean, I have a feeling if he punched me in the face, it'd flatten my face. Like, nah, I'd probably pop out like a Chinese pug. Uh, by the way, none of my Chinese. We've had three Chinese pugs and uh, none of their eyes popped out. Sure as hell looked like they were about to, but they never <laughs> did. Uh, okay. This game was released September 95. So it, this may be one of the later, uh, newest games, I guess, that we've played. Uh, yeah. Uh, it came out on the Game Boy, the Game Gear, Sega Genesis, and Super Nintendo. Uh, uh, it was published by Acclaim. Uh, it was developed by Software Creations. Uh, Software Creations was eventually bought by Acclaim, but uh, I, th- I think they were saying arguably their biggest hit was they had made Bubble Bobble on the Commodore 64. Uh, I don't think that they necessarily had the rights to Bubble Bobble, but somehow they developed that for uh, the Commodore 64. They also worked uh, with Goals and Ghosts uh, on the Nintendo. They Ghouls did, and Ghosts? Yeah, Ghouls and Ghosts. Solid uh, game. Uh, they also did uh, Super Sol- Solstice. Solstice, okay. Uh, I remember that game. My brother liked it on regular Nintendo. I hated it. But they, they actually re- were in a lot of games, and then Acclaim bought them uh, oh. somewhere along the line. So essentially, it's a full-on Acclaim game. Uh, this is actually a sequel to George Foreman's Knockout Boxing, which was on the Nintendo... Genesis, maybe Mega Drive. It, it was a it was a previous game yeah. that I've never played either. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and skip the directors and producers and composers because I don't think uh, like the composer. Uh, there was a team of them. There really was a whole lot of uh, it's composing. A, no, game. it's a fight. It's a boxing game. Bell rings. You get in. You punch each other. Right. So. Uh, uh, Basically, uh, I guess kind of a that's just really all the build up for the game. <laughs> you're you're 100 right. It's a boxing game, and uh, it's loosely I would say uh, kind of like a punch out, kind of like a Sam's Club punch out, uh, generic punch out maybe. Yeah, and then they do give you a couple game modes in there as a exhibition, career, tournament modes. You can go between three and twelve round fights. Uh, there's a couple camera views. It does have a password system, but uh, uh, that is one thing that's kind of uh, you know neat is uh, you know you basically can start your own career and work your way up from the bottom and uh, try to take the title from George Foreman, or you can just go ahead and fight have him. an exhibition, fight as him, uh, fight uh, against him, whatever you want to do. And you know when I say this is kind of like the style of a punch out, you know a punch out, you know everybody's played it you know you're kind of straight on your opponent you know jab you know digging left right jabs uppercuts uh yeah. hooks uh this one's kind of like at an angle it's like it's like if you had a boxer in each corner and then had a straight on look like it i don't know it's kind of a it's, it's an it, odd it, angle it is an odd angle and i, I will discuss that uh, I, i'm sure you will <laughs> there is a lot to discuss about uh we're just gonna say that one of the sections maybe the make it maybe the break it probably gonna have a lot of chatter in it uh but basically it's a boxing game uh nothing short of it and if you've ever played punch out you would kind of say hey they're trying to cash in on a 
punch out knockoff. It's kind of that's exactly what I thought. It, it's a generic knock. It's a generic punch out. It really is. And so this is. Uh, it does also remind me a lot. Uh, uh, I guess I'll save that for the break. It. Uh, when we get into it, but you know, George <laughs> Foreman is, you know, the face of it. So that's where I would say a lot of the money in this game went to, yeah. uh, as far as that, uh, is there anything I've missed on the buildup of this game, Josh? I'm just curious. Were the other boxers real? No, they weren't. No. Okay. I was going to say, this is very similar to Roger Clemens baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Only one of them was true. And that's the person on the cover. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Now, that's not necessarily uh, a bad thing. Mike Tyson's punch out. He was like that in the same genre. And I know a lot of people. You mean the old dude wasn't a real boxer? Old dude. Yeah. Uh, what, what was his name in Mike Tyson punch out? The dude. Oh, he was the old guy that like, took one hit to defeat. Oh, Glass Joe or something Yeah, like Glass that. Joe. Well, no, I don't. He's not a real person. But, you know, Mike Tyson, a lot of people argue that's one of the best Nintendo games out or one of the, you know, favorite games. Uh, so, uh, I guess you want to just go ahead and jump over and to make it on this, Josh? Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. I bet you're going to know the first thing that I'm going to tell you makes this game good. It follows the basic rules of boxing. It, it is a boxing game that basically follows the <laughs> basic rules. I was about to say, was it the startup? I, I was thinking through the startup, but I'm like, ah, the startup wasn't all that great. Well, there's one thing that is kind of cool that you basically you're getting in there. You got boxing gloves. You're punching each other. There's rounds. And they are actually not only if you get knocked down, you know, they keep track of, you know, they're giving you the 10 count. You got to get up. But they also give you the uh, score at the end of each round, you know, 10-9, 9-8, 10-10. I don't think it's, I think it's impossible to get a 10-10. I got a 10-10. I got a question on that in the break it part of it. Okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was impossible to get that as well. I don't think you can get like a 9-9. I don't follow boxing a whole lot. Uh, No. But, uh, so that, that was one thing that, uh, I liked, uh, is it basically follows the rules. Uh, I did like that they have a career mode. Yeah. The career, like, I, I dabbled in it for a little bit. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, if all you're playing, just like Roger Clemens, any other sports game, if all you're doing is you're playing exhibition over and over and over anything short. And even though they do have a season, it's almost like an exhibition, like NBA jam, You've got to do something special to want to have somebody just keep playing an exhibition or the same tournament over and over. So having a career mode is pretty cool. So basically you just work your way up, you earn money. And one thing that I like is you kind of got to choose your opponents, even though I'm not sure that that's really necessarily a thing. Uh, I mean, maybe to an extent, but I guess if you thought you're better than the guy, like when you start and you're in 20th place and you think you're better than the guy in 19th, you you can take the guy who's in 18th place. Yeah. So uh, I guess you can kind of... I mean, they do get to pit their bouts to a point. Why? Because I used to do uh, the UFC games, and I think boxing falls. I think you you do. I mean, you can pick and tell somebody you want to find them, but I'm pretty sure they'd see the guy agree agree upon or the federation or whatever organization wants that to happen. Yeah, because you can't immediately go in and say I'm better than the champion and fight the champion. Like you gotta you gotta work your way up to it, but you also have to do the song and dance. Uh, you got to go against an X amount of people before you can go up. Right. So you got to find those contenders who either think they're just as good as you or better. 
Because if a contender is worse than you, they're not going to fight you. You know, why, why, why would you, like, hey, knowingly... You're a contender or a pretender? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, one thing that was kind of cool in the career mode, though, is that it kind of sucked a little bit, and I guess it would technically fall in a break, is you didn't get to create your own person. No. Who wouldn't want to make, you know, your own avatar to fight, but you had to pick one of the 20 preloaded uh, yeah. uh, boxers. But they had 20 boxers. That's a lot more than I thought there yeah. would be. Yeah, I thought there was going to be like five to maybe ten. And uh, so, and another thing is when, you know, going into the bout, especially in career mode, uh, I kind of enjoyed the build up to like, it was kind of clunky going through, but once you actually set your fight up and it kind of gave you that little animation of, you know, the gym and the, uh, maybe one of my favorite things is the poster actually having your boxer's name versus oh. it basically looked like, Hey, you're not a, you know, fighting in Vegas over here, but you're fighting down here in Knoxville and yeah. uh, like at the caught eye Joe or whatever. It was like, <laughs> it, it basically looked like a way smaller arena. Yeah. Just like something that somebody would want to go watch on a Friday night and pay $10 gate to go in and watch. I did like that though. Cause it yeah. kind of had that gritty feel probably how a lot of boxers have get started start. out. Yeah, uh, UFC start. boxers, wrestlers, whatever. Yeah. Because uh, uh, didn't at one point in time, we had the golden glove around here that you could join and you done those bouts around, around, yeah, I think it's, uh, I forget, it was some kind of boxing club. Yeah, I think it was Golden Glove, and you got to go to different areas. So, uh, what do you have that makes the game, Josh? <laughs> not much. Like I said, not much. One of my favorite things is it's the same thing as Roger Clemens. The other boxes weren't based on real people that I know of. Some of them had some pretty unique nicknames, so I thought that was pretty comical. Yeah, I think yeah, I like the axe and yeah, yeah, they were they were pretty goofy. Yeah, uh, I mean, no, they they were goofy, but they were boxing. Like, yeah, like, okay, I see what you've done here. Now, I don't think any of them like Roger Clemens. You know, like, you had the wizard. Yeah, I don't think any of these guys really favored any boxer. No, but of course, I'm boxer ignorant. If you're not like one of the heavyweight. Like, you know, the Mike Tysons, the George Foremans, maybe Butterbean, uh, Holyfield, Holyfield uh, Frazier, Ali. You know, they were going to be the guys that I know. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bayweather and all that. You talk about one a guy that may have won the championship in 75 for a year. I probably don't know who the hell he is. Yeah. You know. So, uh, I've only got one more thing that <laughs> I, I think makes this game. And it really, I think, is probably a broken part of the game. But... As I quote here, it cracks me the fuck up. As I laugh <laughs> like no tomorrow. Uh, I, I like kind of like there's a little bit of a, a cheapness to it. I don't think they meant for it to be this way. But like right when that round's about to end, you get that extra punch in. But like I'll go ahead and tell you that I got my ass knocked down. I was not very good at this game. I'm uh, not nope, going to lie. Nope. Uh, but my ass got knocked down. And I swear to God... Not that I'm, I'm not even going to talk about getting up because that's in the dang breaking part. <laughs> but when my dang little head popped up, that son of a bitch started punching me before I even got on my damn feet. And I was just laughing. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I was like, you can't do that, ref. Get him off me. Yeah, where's the penalty? Yeah. Where, where, yeah, I mean. Where's the disqualification? By God, you better not get your dang fist on the ground and a knee because he's damn punching <laughs> you. Like, 
He better make he sure. May not, he may not be throwing knees or elbows, hey, but... What, what happened to backing the guy off and then yeah. the referee coming over and punching your gloves saying, you okay? Yeah. No, this motherfucker was like, you you good? And just punching you. <laughs> oh, you halfway up? Let me fix that. It's still just moving. Let me kill it some more. Yeah. And that part cracked me up so much. And I definitely don't think it was meant to be that way. But I'm like, come on, man. I thought of Austin Powers, like the first one where the guy throws a shoe at him. He's like, oh, you fight like a woman. Did you honestly throw a shoe? <laughs> Come on, man. And uh, that part was so funny to me. That was my absolute favorite part of all the game. Yeah. And I'm just I, like. I honestly had that. It wasn't in the make it. It wasn't in the break it. I had an own special category just called comical. And that's where I was going to round this out. At. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to ease in. That's all that makes it. It was a very short list for me. Straight, yeah. Uh, you don't have nothing left on your heart for me. No, I don't. I, I see a blank look right here. Yep. I feel like you've said what you needed to say. I'm going to ease in on the break it before we start really kicking the shit out of this game. Title was terrible. The title was terrible. Uh, the graphics overall, and it's it, there's no way of even talking about it. The graphics look very unreal and strange. The animation of the boxers... The pics, like when you just go look at the boxers and actually stare at the boxers, like George Foreman's face looks like a dang. Oh, they did. They were horrible. They like, are disformed. And so I don't know, like it, they, they looked like they were wax dummies in a wax museum that was too hot, so it slightly melted. Now I know it's probably their shading or what. I swear this is this black dude that had a white body on him. Like it, I'm like, what the hell is yeah. this? And I'm just like, whatever, you know, whatever. But. uh the graphics were bad at first when it shows like I think George Foreman in there working on like a uh, punching bag. It kind of looks strange. It's like okay, let's roll with this. Let's see what yeah. happened here. You know, if I want to play punch out, I can play punch out. Let me see what acclaim brings to the table. Yeah, let, let, and let's I see quick, what I quickly uh, took back what I my excitement for what acclaim could do. Uh, the side animation, well, say our okay. So you're easing into this, into yes. the break. So I guess should we go controls next? You go, you go. It, it's a tie between me. It's either it's either the controls or the angle that you had to fight in. Let's go with the angle that you got to. Okay, because I was about to say they're they're both pretty fucking shitty. Now all of this mixed in with the animation, I swear to God, it was like. The animation reminded me of like Donkey Kong Country had sex with George Foreman. Like that's how I yeah. felt like the boxers were, and it wasn't good. No, like, so they looked funny. Number one, but I can't get past that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's like Star Fox. Like that's you a lot do of what you do, what you need to do, and if it comes out great, everybody's going to talk about how smart you are. When it don't work, you're an idiot. Uh, they kind of look like an idiot. Yes, but the whole aspect of this game is I understand it's a boxing game. And they didn't, apparently they didn't want to copy Punch-Out. Was So, I mean, I, I'm assuming Punch-Out came out before this game. Well, the Punch-Out Mike Tyson's were Punch-Out for Nintendo was way earlier. I would imagine, I've not looked it up, with this game being out in 95, if you told me that Nintendo waited that long to release Super Punch-Out, they're freaking idiots. Because I think Super Punch-Out was way earlier because that's a big cash game. Yeah, know? yeah. And not only that, but... They already had a formula out there. You know, if you want to copy something, 
copy the best. And, uh, and they, they, they didn't. Well, and I think probably what I claim, if just speculating, is like, hey, if we're going to make a game. And Revamp it, it? Well, if you're going to make any sports game, you think about some of the better ones. I mean, you're going to have RBI baseball, but you're going to say Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run, which uh, actually the developer on this actually uh, did some work on the Ken Griffey Jr. Okay, games for okay. Super Nintendo. But, uh, you know, you're going to have like Wayne Gretzky's championship hockey. Hate that so man. you're going to end up, you're, you want to make a franchise, you want to put yeah. a face with it, George Foreman's. But I think they're probably like, let's go get our star, and then we're uh, going to put a game to Which it. is fine. I understand that, but there was already a formula that worked. Well, and the formula that they've done, like, I, what my assumption is this, you know, I think they were wanting to revamp boxing games because I can't remember which which football game it was. I want to say it was a 2K uh, game where if you were a if you were playing the game, you could actually go inside helmet view. Which was really cool. So I think the way they done it with the angle that they were going for was a unique perspective that failed miserably. See, I think they may have did it because of Punch Out. Because if you say, hey, what's probably your biggest deal, your biggest gripe with Punch Out is you're stuck in this big ring and you can't move. So going to side to side, you actually open up the ring a little bit, even though it sucks. I think maybe that's why they did that. I mean, I could see why they would do that because, I mean, there ain't a whole lot of bad stuff I have to say about Punch-Out. But, you know, you got a, you've essentially got a big wrestling boxing ring and yeah. you never move. And this one you moved, but that angle, I, that, it, it that was death, so I, weird. Yeah, it gave it death well, maybe, but... Well, it, the problem you still had with it is if you're doing that to make it where you can move around the ring, you still really couldn't move around the damn ring. No. You walked on a lot. Yeah, you walked forward at an angle and backwards at an angle. Even though it was at an angle, it's no different than playing Street Fighter, walking straight on and straight yeah. out. Even though you're on that angle, it, there there wasn't a whole lot. It was a side-scroller and, at the end of the day. And, and it wasn't even that cool. I mean, okay, okay, so... Maybe if you give me the, if I got to go across the ring to fight this guy, when you ring that bell, I want to see that guy, you know, get getting it. ready. Yeah, you know what I've seen? My dumbass kind of just bobbing it over there, and then all of a sudden this dude's over here ready to throw haymakers on me. It was like, this isn't fun. No. I mean, you kind of feel good when you're moving them backwards and stuff. And, and I did, I was better at defense moving away from them. But yeah, it was bad. It was a yeah. horrible angle. Yeah, it uh, wasn't good. And, and I agree, they should have probably stuck with uh, something similar to, to Punch Out. But I think they had basically they'd used uh, that action. What is it they say in the box? The uh, they had motion capture technology, and I guess they thought that was the best way to do it. Well, the motion capture technology looked like shit, it did. and it played like shit. To, to it be really quite did. It was terrible. Uh, so on top of that, the graphics, they weren't as bad in the ring as they were outside of the ring, but they still weren't great. And no. the side fighting sucks. But hey, if you're going to do that, make some awesome controls. Guess what these they did? Are, they didn't make a goddamn good control no, either. These controls were by far, I think, one of the worst controls. Uh, do you do you know what the hell you were doing with any of the controls? No. Like, okay, I'm just like, you know what I felt like? playing this fucking game i felt like somebody's younger brother 
or sister, and they're like, oh, here's your controller. You get to play. And I feel like I'm over here mashing buttons, and none of it matters. And I look, and my controllers are not plugged up. Yep. There's, they're just trying to get me to shut the hell up. Yep. That's how I felt like playing this fucking game. I'm like, okay, I, I found out it's like what the X button punches and the, the B button punches. What the fuck do the other buttons do? Oh, he, he's squatting down. Is he just sticking his head up to get, like, hit? Is he blocking? Like, the whole fucking fight aspect yeah. was L garbage. L and R done something. I can't remember what it done. Oh, yeah. I felt like it changed your punch a little bit. But, man. It was terrible. How many times did you hit a punch button? And it wasn't like you're getting ready to punch in the dude's stunts. You hit the punch button, and your guy just stands there. Yeah. So, it's like. Yeah. Oh, punch. Oh, he blocked it. Oh, it's too hard to do anything else. I'm just going to keep hitting this button. Yeah, I do. I, I spammed A. I spammed uh, A and B the entire time. It was so bad. So bad. I'm like, how can this be so bad? And, and it's just like, I think one of them, they're like, hey, stick with the jab. And it's like, yeah. I don't even know if what I'm doing is considered technically a jab. No. Uh, and, and then on top of that, the the hitbox was all over the fucking oh, yeah. place. It was all there over. Was, now I will say the hitbox probably played in my favor more than it did against me because it's like this dude I'd back off and this dude be walking toward me and man I must just be catching him with the little hair on the end of my glove knocking his face up and I swear there's times when he was right up in my shit and he's like throwing these freaking haymakers uppercuts and he's not hitting me I don't know if it's hurting me or not that's another thing that we're going to come up to <laughs> next but I'm like I felt like the hitbox was handicapped to help me Oh, it was horrible. That part was horrible. I don't know how many times, like, at least when they dodged, you kind of... It, it looked reasonable. And it actually looked, because the boxer that you picked, you never could see his face. You're seeing the back of his head, because yeah. the person you're fighting with, it was just like, oh, great, I get to look at the back of his head. But I can look at the other boxer as he's dodging and knocking Beating the shit, shit out, out of me. Uh, yeah, the hitbox was bad. Uh, to go into... Uh, not knowing what half the fucking controls were in this game. I don't know if I didn't know them. I feel like that the buttons randomly just didn't work. Yeah. And like, it was almost like it was like just it, rotating which button was a punch. Yeah, it, it was either they didn't work, there was a lag in it, like a severe lag. Like I said, maybe if you got hit with a haymaker, it stunned your dude for like a second or two. Who knows? I don't know. So... Explain to me this, Josh, just in, in your opinion. How the fuck did that did your power meter or your health, how did that work? Okay, <laughs> my only assumption is this. It decreases with punches not landed and damage you took. That's the only thing I can come up with. I mean, the first thing I'm going to think, and, and I'm not into the fighting genre, like, I mean... Don't get me wrong. I can get out on some fight now. That that's a good boxing game. Uh, you know, punch out. But uh, you know, I'm ignorant to the fact. But if you give me a power meter, and you said, "Hey, it's gonna be blue and red," I'm gonna think, "Hey, well, my power is gonna be blue." Red and as, as it goes down, you know, the red. So your power meter is red. As it goes down, it's turning blue. Like blue is. I don't even know what the fuck it was. But I do know there was stamina mixed in with it. I don't know, man. Like, that power meter was the... It was the worst. It was it was as bad, if not worse, than the fucking controls. Because then, I don't know. I mean, I get it. You know, I, I and there was times where I backed off the opponent a little bit to gather a little health. Not that it fucking mattered. No, because uh, he, he wasn't backing off. He was running that. But, yeah, it was just like... 
it was so fucking clunky, the whole thing. And then, heaven forbid, to mix in the two of how bad the controls are and the power meter. How? Tell me, explain to me, how did you get up when you got knocked down? I didn't. I just, I hit every fucking button. Yeah. Because it never says hit A. Yeah. Get up. Like, at least don't, like, punch out. You see your guy's little head pop up, and you're like, just yeah. hammering out. I'm just slapping yeah, buttons. Just, just, just I was going, Dave, the first time I played it, it pissed me off so bad I hit pause. I said, throw in that fucking towel. I was like, I, that, I was like, <laughs> this game, I could tell you, like I say, a game can't be called great in the first five minutes of playing. No. But I could tell you how bad it was in the first five minutes yeah. of playing. Uh, another thing was George Foreman was the only real fighter. I, I didn't, I mean, it is okay. And I did like the deep, and I guess I should probably put in the make it with the 20 fighters. They all had like a background story behind they did. everybody. But all you got is George Foreman. Like I say, not necessarily a breaker because Mike Tyson literally did the same thing and it's held in the highest regards, but this game was well, not Tyson, strong enough. Mike Tyson has somebody that became a fan favorite. Well, that is true. Little a little Mac. bit of hangover. Yeah. Little Mac. Oh, well, that is true. That is true. He's so popular that he's in Smash Bros. now. I've played Smash Bros. one time. And then saying. somebody literally said, hey, pick up this controller on the Switch, play Smash Bros. I was like, I've never played. I played it. And then they proceeded to talk shit straight to my face like this far from it. Oh. And I'm like, I've never yeah. fucking played. Not going to lie. We a different breed when it comes to Smash Brothers. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I'm going to get good at Smash Brothers. I'm coming for you. I got to play a second game. Yeah. I shut down after the first game. I'm like, I threw it. I'm like, I felt like that's when somebody's like, that's like Shaq saying, hey, uh, let's play. I promise I won't elbow you. And then he gets slams and puts his nuts right in my face. That's how, what happened to me in my yeah. first Smash Bros experience. So, not not a fan. Not, not a fan. Uh, understandable. Uh, probably, okay, uh, but yeah, you know, this game wasn't strong enough. No fault of George Foreman, but the game just wasn't strong enough to no. have it. it. It wasn't interesting it, enough. It, it was it wasn't strong on all points, which is really a failure on development. And and I could be wrong. And the last thing I have on my heart that breaks it is the scoring aspect sucked. So Yep. I said you already hinted to it. You said you got ten out of ten. I thought that was impossible. Now, I could be wrong, but I'm under the impression it doesn't matter if you throw a thousand punches or ten punches. Missed punches does not count against your score. Is the way I understand it. It's the landed punches. So if you punched a hundred times and you hit somebody fifty times, they're not going to give you like a five out of ten. They're going to count the points you hit them with. Yeah. I mean, the other part is if you're throwing that many haymakers and stuff, that's on you because you're going to tire yourself out. The first three rounds I played through, I wore this dude out. Like, I'm just pressing. Just now, don't get me wrong. The computer has no problem just, you know, lighting me up. I mean, I'm, I've got him pretty good. I'm bam, 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 yeah, bam, you're, bam, you're bam, bam, bam. I'm spamming that button. You're, you're the last 10 seconds in a ring. Uh, two heavyweights just sitting there, just yes. slugfasting. And I'm just, I'm laying in this suit, and I'm like, there's, I was like, I may get the shit knocked out of me over stamina, but I won this first round. It scored the first round, ten to nine. Them, I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's no way. I mean, I almost knocked the dude down in the first round. I, mean, I still had like half my health. Yeah, and stamina was shit. But like I say, that's on me. That you can't penalize <laughs> me for that. <laughs> so I come into the second round and oh he works me over. He, he rides me like a bicycle. 
And uh, I yeah. think I think they gave him like a 10-8. Or maybe it was another 10-9. So I'm like, okay, well, I've lost two rounds. I need a knockout. Yeah. you, you got. It's time to nut up or shut up. Yes. I did not get knocked. Oh, what was crazy? Well, okay. Yeah, this is what was crazy. The first round I thought I won. It was 10-9. I got knocked down at the end of the second round. Got up. He won the round 10-9. I'm like, I won the first round. It was 10-9. He knocked me down. Should that not be 10-8? Like, he beat me up yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. like, there was no question he won the second round. Third round comes through there. And, I mean, I'm just, like, straight on, like, blood sport. I'm grabbing his face, kneeing him. I mean, I'm going all out. You're going through fight club. Yes. Now, I'm telling you. You want to be Mike Tyson and Ruben here. He did not knock me out. I didn't knock him out. I got him down low. But, man, this was no question. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm not hanging my head. I come out here. I won around. He won too. Maybe a judge will give me a spot. Who knows? Yeah. Pops up. 10-10. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. Not <laughs> only did I not win, you gave us a 10-10 score. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this scoring system. Yeah. Better off just giving you both zeros. Like you didn't even show yeah. up for the round. I was like, you know, I played this shitty game through three rounds. Give me what I'm entitled to. Yeah. By God. I did, I'm not asking for a handout. I earned that shit. Win or lose at that point. But you give me a tying score, we might as well just sit in our respective yeah. corners. Yeah. You know, a tying score to me is like them USC spots where everybody's just scared. They're just like slapping. Oh, and yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and everything, they start booing. I can understand getting like a 9-9 or an 8-8. But there is no way, number one, that that guy scored 10 points. But, I mean, I was going out there. Like, I was doing like freaking spin around. I, I, I wasn't doing any of that. But, I I mean, I worked this dude over. You're just working And I'm like, jab. you know what? I All worked. you're doing is just throwing that right-handed jab the entire time. And, you time. know, his face is just <laughs> like an old 80s action movie. I'm just popping him. Popping them. The uh, dude locked me up. The break was up, and I went right back. Little little Looney Tunes action. I'm sweating (laughs) doing all this punching animation. (laughs) So, to me, that's all I got that breaks the game, Josh. You got anything heavy on your heart? No, this game was absolutely terrible. It was probably... It's going to get interesting in the rankings because I don't know what is the worst sports game so far. This game really was bad. This it was really was, bad. This game was terrible. Uh, so the I've, sound effects weren't good. No, that's why it fails me with the, the composing. Sound, I'm like, there's not a whole lot of composing the except sound for this effects cutscenes. I could tolerate, especially over hit the ice. Yeah, that is true, and the people hollering from the crowd and. Uh, yeah, like I mean, when it, when I seen career mode, I'm like, I can fuck with this game. See, that was and my then thought I'm too. Like, I get, I play the first round of it, and I'm like, no, I can't do this. No, yeah, like I mean, to get up there to George Foreman, I'm like, dude, I lost. I got the shit beat out of me. Won forty two thousand dollars. So don't get me wrong. Line, let's do two fights and one not. Beat the shit out of me two times for forty two thousand dollars. But I'm just like, yeah, because that, that, that's your salary for most people. I'm like, this dude, I'm like, I don't even want to play. Like, you got to go through roughly 20 of these motherfuckers? It's like, no, nah, no. Nah. And I'm sitting there thinking the whole time, I'm like, Roger Clemens baseball is one of the worst sports games I ever played. And I'm like, is this Ball worse than this? Or yeah. Hit the Oss was pretty bad, too. I don't know. This is, this was pretty bad. This, this is on the, this is definitely on that radar. So, to, to come in with this, Josh, 
I guess to show how bad this game is. I don't even have a speed run for you. There's no like There's speed no, run does not have this game. So just one of us needs to commit. Well, I think no well, time out. There is a speed run for the original. This is the sequel. The original does have speed runs on it on all three systems. Don't care. This is this is not that game. Well, I think that, you know, this is what I think you're probably assuming. I think if you go to speedrun.com and say, hey, can you open up a speed run for George Foreman Boxing, whether it's quickest to beat an exhibition, a career, or a tournament, you know, that they would do it. I don't know that they would because there are people on YouTube that are attempting speedruns, but speedrun is not recognizing this game as a speedrunnable game, I guess. So, like, that's weird because it's like most time you'll be like, we've had games where there's only one been one speedrun. But speedrun does not recognize. Maybe people haven't asked for it, but there's people on YouTube. If you type in YouTube, George Foreman or Foreman for real speedrun, there are people trying to speedrun it. Now, I did not care enough to look at it. The only okay, I understand speedruns. There's different caliber of speedruns. Number one is to beat the game. To me, that's a speedrun. Right. Well, you get see. Here's I think where your problem's going to come on speedrun is you probably ain't got a lot of interest in the game. I mean, when I say there's people speedrunning it, I've seen like five YouTube videos. So, Again, so, but, does but, it matter? So, I mean, I think that you this is what's going to happen is you're going to have speedrun for exhibition uh, who can beat it, win a match the quickest. Then you're going to have speedrun for who can beat the tournament the quickest. And then career. And then, career. And then maybe they group that all together or maybe they hold it separate because sometimes Super Nintendo's is separate than Sega's. Yeah. And so I do know it was on what I say Game Boy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I was kind of shocked not to find a speedrun on this. Hmm. But in the place of it, I do have reviews, price charting. Uh, Dude, if they score this reviews and higher than, than a three and a half schmeckles. Okay. Well, okay. We're going to go ahead and jump into the reviews. And then uh, you you think if you want your price charting your George Foreman facts, I will go ahead and tell you the George Foreman facts. In my opinion, are probably the best part of this <laughs> this this whole podcast is going to be these facts. I have a feeling, okay, because okay. I think George Foreman is actually a super likable guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if I if I remember correctly, the commercials were pretty funny. So I think I've I think I've got four here, not counting them, but. Game Pro, their reviewer Greasy Guy, Greasy Guy, beat up on this game pretty bad. Uh, the just basically, I don't know if you know who Don King is. Do you know him? He's a boxing promoter. Yeah, he used to. I think he was the promoter. That really made Tyson famous. Yeah, can't remember. He's got the, the hair. Yeah, he has the thunder. The thunder fro. I don't know what thunder fro is, but I feel like that is him. Like I would call it a thunder fro. Uh, <laughs> so to paraphrase basically taking one sentence out of his review that pretty much summed it up uh, he, what stands out is the quote he put the school bus full of Don Kings couldn't generate any excitement for this fight and I'm like oh man that's pretty pretty funny that, that's pretty good so another one of Tommy Tommy Glide up from Game Pro uh, he did a review on the Genesis he said the uh, the average music severely drowns out the sound effects with each fight. You won't hear the ref count on knockdowns. The punch offense sound like bad kung fu noises from the 70 films. The crowd silent and the round bell sounds like someone's tapping a children's toy piano. So, yeah. Tommy Glide didn't have... Game Pro was not on. Yeah, I know. 
So Don that that that's a thunder fro. Yeah. That is Don King. Yeah, I, yeah that, that's a thunder fro because it's it's wispy. It goes up. It's like you just came out of a thunderstorm, man. Ultimate Gaming Magazine gave this game a five out of ten. Said, don't waste your time with this game when you can easily pick up Electronic Arts Foes of Ali. Which sounds like a very... That sounds interesting. Now, I don't know if I've ever heard of that game, so I feel like it's probably a Sega game, but I don't know. And Next Generation, I feel like this one probably... That had a damn good name, though. Foes of Ali? Yeah, that is... I don't know. Look it up. See if it's a Super Nintendo game. That's a damn good name. I have a feeling that sounds... Now, it's an EA game, so you know they're across all platforms, but this might have been back in the EA Sports It's in the Game top thing. It's Electronic Arts Foes of Ali. I'm looking right now. Now, the, the last review I have feels like a review that we would give this game. Like, this sounds like the most true. They did not buy... I don't think any of these reviews were purchased, so they were all pretty honest but next generation magazine they rated the genesis version and they said it comes down to blindly mashing buttons one out of five stars there seems to be no real effort put into any single aspect of this title and the end result is arguably one of the poor boxing efforts ever released I don't know that I played a whole lot of boxing games that were worse than this. I don't know that I played a whole lot of them. I, um, I mean, I played some Fight Nights on PS2, uh, and they were fun. I mean, they hurt the hell out of your hand because you're... You know, I mean... Yeah. I mean, of course I've done the... Uh, my my genre of fighting games would be Mortal Kombat, Street Fighters, Smash Brothers. Yeah, but you play like you know, and, the original Punch-Out. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, Punch-Out... Uh, and then uh, Def Jam. I've never played the Def Jams. I've but, got some. So Foes of Ali is on the uh, 3DO Interactive. Son of a bitch. So. Okay. Uh, do you want your price charting right now? or do you Yeah. Want- well, uh, if you said, I'm, I'm trusting you that the fun facts are the best parts you of this. You save the best for last. Yeah. Okay. We, we have to with this game. This game was a, was a nightmare. All right. Loose copies are... Spot on. The eBay was twice as much on a complete copy, and eBay was ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, versus price charting on a new copy. I feel like price charting. Uh, uh, you go ahead and throw that sponsored price charting because you are one hundred percent on par. I feel like on the pricing, the eBay fools are just ridiculous on this. <laughs> uh, so, what do you think a loose copy of this would Dude, be? Dude, if you tell me that a loose copy of this game is more than seven dollars. You hit the nail on the head. eBay, I've roughly put it at $7. Price charting had it at $6.96. So, a complete copy. Manual, all the jazz. Now, keep in mind, <laughs> when we played Roger Clemens, I bought a copy that was complete except for the poster. Yeah. I have not looked up a copy of this other than the pricing. <laughs> I have not said, let me slick, flip off the sold to see what a copy goes for. I have not did that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the gremlin hasn't grabbed you up. No, that there, there is no gremlin on this. <laughs> I would rather buy a George Foreman grill now with this game. But, hey, hey, I have a George Foreman grill. I've had one. I think everybody has. Uh, I saved my life whenever I was a bachelor living on, living on a budget. So, why do you think a complete copy? Now, like I say, eBay's twice as much as price charting. I'm gonna go with my rule. I'm tripling it. I'm gonna say twenty one dollars. You're low. I'm low. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go 33. Price charting has it at $30 and 71 cents. Uh, eBay has it. The complete copies I seen, which wasn't a whole lot, had a $65. <laughs> the hell with that. <laughs> I am not paying $65. Would you pay $30? No. No. <laughs> I mean, it, for $30, this thing better look like it's never seen a UV light in its life. Yeah. It better be like, that cardboard must look like it was pressed fresh out of there, China. There better not be any type of cigarette residue on this whatsoever. Uh, and here's the thing. It better come with like a drop of George Foreman's sweat. Yeah. Like a little yeah. like... A little of all. A little of all. Because of the simple fact, since he's five dollars, you're out your damn mind. Or a little drop of grease from his grill. Yeah. (laughs) But since he's five dollars, that's a new game on any console. (laughs) That's a new game. Or still a really good game on Super Nintendo. Like you can give me sixty-five dollars, I think I can buy three games that are probably in our top ten list right now, if I had to guess. It's a possibility. I mean, yeah. if, if anything, you tell me that I can buy... I think Star Fox was pretty cheap. It was like a $25 game. Yeah. Yeah. I'd buy two copies of Star Fox <laughs> and just alternate. I would buy like Star Fox and Star Fox Greatest Hits yeah. before I would spend that. And then on top of that, you know, even $35. There are some pretty solid sales that happen that is worth $35. Now, I will defend that at $30.71. You're buying it to put on the shelf. Yeah, to at have that point, the box. At that point, the Dreamlands hit you. So, uh, what do you think a new copy is on this, Josh? Price charting is all over this one. I cannot defend what they say it would be, but I understand it. Uh, you, you want me to tell you what eBay, the one I seen on eBay, sold for? Yes. Uh, they've lost their fucking mind. <laughs> on eBay, I seen somebody had bought one for $499. No, fuck you. I can't remember if it was bought or listed at that. I think it was bought at that. And I'm fuck like, you. you. Yeah, no. Like, maybe if you had every Super Nintendo game sealed and this was the last one you needed and you're like, fuck it, I've spent $100,000. Yeah, I spent, Let me just go ahead and spend... I spent a million dollars. One a billion on, dollars. Yeah, on, what was that? What was that game? Uh, stadium events or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Stadium events, Olympic, sport, whatever the fuck yes. it is. And then there's also that other one. Which one? There's Earth. There's Earthbound Gym. Oh, Earthbound. Earthbound. Yeah. Gym. Yeah. Earth. Whatever is fucking Earthbound. Yeah. Earthworm Gym isn't as bad as Earthbound. Yeah. Earthbound. And then you also had that one. Didn't it have like Arthur in it? I don't know. I, I know there's like three like ridiculous amounts. Like I said, like I said, that four hundred dollar one. Like I said, dude had to have an entire shelf new, and he goes. This is the last piece of my puzzle. Like George Foreman must have came out and presented this fucking game and made himself. Made me a fucking burger on a George Foreman grill and served it between two new copies. Yeah. Of this. Okay, so you know eBay's lost their fucking mind at five hundred dollars. What do yeah. you think price charting? Dude, if a brand new sealed, you know, I can't defend it, but I can understand. When I tell you five hundred bucks, you're gonna handle this one a lot. Yeah, better. yeah, hundred dollars. You're low. I'm low? Okay. 120. 131.25. Okay. 
I would say it was released I, later, and maybe there wasn't as many. I don't think that's a play. I just think probably people threw this shit away. Yeah, I, that, that's it. I don't think there wasn't a lot of these produced. I think there was a lot of them that ended in a landfill, which means that there's not a lot out there. And I think if I told you it was $131, you'd say they lost your fucking mind. But when I tell you it was $4.99, oh, yeah. it yeah, brings it back in perspective. 100%. I'm Josh. Yeah, 100%. At, at the end of the day, this game's $7 loose. If I had a loose copy of it right here, or $3.50. I'm taking the three. Dollars, man. I'll go ahead and tell you. I don't have the gremlin. I you, you taking the car. I know you're taking the car. I don't know. Just because I don't own this cartridge myself, I don't even think I seen it. I didn't know he had a game on there. I didn't own either. the super. Uh, I would probably take the cart just for the completionist part. Exactly. If I, I, I will tell you. So we're talking three dollars fifty cent. If I took the cart over $3.50 and then tomorrow I go to the junk store where they sell games for $2 and this game's out there for $2. I'm leaving it. I'm not picking up a second copy to trade. <laughs> like I do not feel comfortable trading anybody this game. I feel like I'm doing, I'm dirty dicking them. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we only dirty dick people in fantasy football. That is true. <laughs> so are you ready for some George Foreman facts? I am. I'm actually looking forward to the fun facts. Okay. This is a little all over the place. George Foreman. So I'm assuming there's going to be some boxing. I'm assuming there's going to be some about his grill. Yes. About the fact that he named all his sons George. Yes. Yes. So I, I'm excited. And a little bit about what he made off the grill versus his boxing career. Solid. I like that. So first fact I got, everybody's going to know this is the low-hanging fruit. What's the most obvious thing you think I have as a fun fact about George Foreman? It's got to be the grill. He boxes and he grills. Yeah. Uh... So, I think when he won his first heavyweight title, it's kind of like, because you don't think George Foreman's that old. He won his first heavyweight title in 1973 against Joe Frazier. Okay. So, uh, uh, another part that you may not know, you've heard of the fight, the Rumble in the Jungle. Yep. Muhammad Ali, one of the most iconic fights. I'm not into boxing that much. But that is like that's an iconic. That one's one. talked about. It's got its own tagline. Yeah, maybe, arguably, one of the biggest boxing matches ever. Yeah, he was the guy who lost to Muhammad Ali yeah. in Rumble in the Jungle. So in '73, he won his first heavyweight title. I told you against Joe Frazier. In '94, at the age of 45, he beat Michael Moore to get the heavyweight title at age 45. I think he got the heavyweight title three times. But he'd actually kind of stepped away and then Who came back. Who in the hell is boxing at 45? Apparently this motherfucker. And he won. And he won the freaking world title. So, I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's like, hey, you got your butt whooped by Muhammad Ali. At least you're getting beat by what might arguably be one of the best athletes in history. Yeah. And then, I mean, I feel like if I was Michael Moore, I wouldn't be intimidated by this old man. You probably should because he barely whooped your butt. 45, I'm like, "Ah, that's nothing. Because that... Because that's how old was Michael Moore at that time? Probably way younger. I had to be, right? So when we're talking about 1973, he won his first heavyweight title. He was the Olympic heavyweight boxing champion in 1968. Like, this is like, so he was, a, and, mean, and this is testament to the grill because he still looks pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. But I say, I mean, he, uh, he, yeah, he's done great. So when he came back and won the third one, uh, or when he beat Michael Moore, he retired and he came back. 
Uh, so let, let's talk about personal life. He has five daughters, five sons. Yep. I mean, I don't know why that seems amazing, but it, ten kids, that's a lot. That's now, a lot. that's more than one marriage. I think he had two or three. All five of the sons are named George. Their names are George Jr., George III, Fourth, Fifth, and Sixth. And he says that uh, there's two reasons why they, he named his sons George. The first one is so they would all have something in common. Not the fact that their dad's George Foreman. <laughs> well, the, well, I guess where him and his children all had something in common. And then this part, I think, kind of because George Foreman didn't come from a great you know, neighborhood, didn't have a whole lot of money. And he says, after naming all his kids George, all of his sons, he says, I say to them, if one of us goes up, then we all go up together. And if one of us go down, we all go down together. I respect that. So, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I respect that. So, uh, from what Foreman admits, he made about $5 million million before his first retirement, which in today's money would be about $40 million when he retired the first time. Uh, (laughs) His first profit check from the grill. So, basically, I I don't want to get too much into this because I'm probably going to butcher it. He didn't necessarily invent the grill. This guy invented a grill and put George Foreman as the sponsor of it. They teamed up. Uh, Maybe he had some input in it down the line. But the first check he got, which I think was a little bit after it came out, was in 1997, was the first profit check. Not just like a sign on or anything. The first profit check he got was in 1997 from the grill. And it was $1 million. The next year, him and his partner sold over $200 million worth of grills. And Foreman took home about 40% of the profits. He says in all, he made about $138 million from the grill deal. Even at 48% of the profits, the grill is one of the things that pushed him to retire from boxing. Because he was yeah. making that much more why, off grills than he was boxing. Why would you go to boxing and get your face beat in like a pug <laughs> whenever you get money from a grill and you're not even doing anything? So, just put this in perspective. If I ever meet this man, he's autographing my George Foreman. So, before his first retirement, he made about $5 million. Let's just say, I, which in today's time is $40 million. Well, he came back and he made some more money and won a title. I'm sure, let's just say conservatively, he probably made $100 million overall from boxing. Yeah. As of 2023, his net worth is approximately $300 million. And that's all from the grill. Well, you, I'm just saying, I, I, I know before his first retirement, he admits he made $5 million, which yeah. is $40 million nowadays. So then he probably made more when he came back from retirement. But as of today, he's worth $300 million. So just think of that. Okay. That is almost at least six times how much he, like, well, about five times more than what he made boxing for his first retirement. Yeah, that's, right all, that's what I was about to do the math on is at minimum, the grill itself is two thirds of his net worth at minimum. So. Here's another part that I thought was pretty interesting. Because, I mean, I've not seen him in a hot minute, but he's getting probably old as dirt, you know. Say he was a freaking Olympic champion in 68. That's, I don't know, that's Math like 15. I'm, I'm trying to think. See, I was born in 81, so that's 78. Uh, yeah, he's he was a champion like 15 years before I was freaking born, you know. Yeah. 
So he has been in several TV shows. I know he's in King of the Hill. That is one of them. Do you I, know, want to... I know he's in King of the Hill. <laughs> he is in King of the Hill. I think he was in it for an episode. I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've not watched that. But it I'm impressed a, that you knew it that. It was an episode, and if I'm not mistaken, his one of his sons is like a car dealer. <laughs> like, it's fucking funny. And it's like George Foreman Cars or something like that. Like, it's pretty entertaining. Okay, let me... Uh, there's going to be one more that you'll probably get. Looney Tunes. No. Damn. Uh, Animaniacs. He's in a show uh, about cars. I'm guessing it's probably because of one of his cars. Uh, I don't know the show a lot other than his car. He's in Fast and Loud. I was about to say, if you say Fast and Furious, I was going to say bullshit. Fast and Furious, he bitch slapped The Rock. He's like, I ain't got time for this shit. Let me, I got to slap you and make you a grilled cheese on my grill. It's not about family. <laughs> Another show that I've never watched that I think is got crazy viewing. It's a show that currently runs. He was on that. The Simpsons? No. It's a uh, singing show. The Mask Singer? The Mask Singer. He was on okay. The Mask Singer. I think he might have been on it a couple times. I can't remember. Uh, he was on in The Six Million Dollar Man. So we're talking like that's some stuff probably before I was born or before I was old enough to have cognizance of what's happening. And this one is, I've not watched this show. This one I've, I may have, I don't recall it, but I'll give you one hint for what the show is. It's. (laughs) Dog the bounty hunter. No. Uh, stars Tim the Toolman Taylor. Oh shit, he's in Home Improvement. He is in Home Improvement. And now when I say he's in Home Improvement, he's not in every episode. He's he's yeah, had like I, an I, episode. I've watched or Home Improvement. Yes. Where the fuck is he in Home Improvement? I don't know. I, but he is in an episode or two of Home Improvement. I feel like he's got to be one of Tim's competitors because I could see freaking Tim Allen. No, that's oh uh the other dude. That's Bill something. Let me. Oh, uh, God! What Bob Vila? Yeah, Bob Vila. <laughs> uh, let me. Where the fuck was? I'm, I'm looking. You looking it up? I'm looking it up. It's called Unchained Malady. Uh, at home, Tim receives a chain letter with instructions that it be sent forward to ten people within twenty four oh, hours. Oh shit! Yeah. Tim doesn't have to buy into that and disregards the leather despite Jill's warnings. Randy breaks his new bike and has to figure out how to do Yeah, I've watched that episode. And he sends it to George Foreman as a prank. And George Foreman shows up on his doorstep. Tim refuses to believe in the chain letter's curse because George Foreman himself is coming to make an appearance on Tool Time. Yeah. So, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, like, I can go years without watching Tool Time. If you get into, like, watch one episode... Maybe one of the most underrated shows ever. Like it's it's kind of like Golden Girls. Like I'm the telling Golden you, Girls even as a dude, Golden Girls they're sassy old ladies, <laughs> and I like me a sassy old lady. Golden Girls is solid, but I can watch. I, if you played Home Improvement from episode one and said we're not leaving until we finish all of them, I probably stink the high heavens. But I'd be like, I'm in. I am yeah. in. I said uh, the most underrated shows I think personally for me is Home Improvement. It's solid. Uh, then there's uh, Golden Girls, solid show. I feel like it's appropriately rated. It got a lot of love yeah. in the past like ten years. And then Mama's Family. 
Oh, Mama's family was good. Oh, Mama's sassy old lady. I'm again, telling you, you put a sassy old lady. And, that is, and she wasn't even old whenever she filmed that. She was 19 years old whenever she was playing Mama. Well, but she played a damn good sassy old lady. Well, we have came to the point, Josh. We're we're winding it down. We've got to rank this. Yeah, we do. And apparently, Foreman for real is gonna be. In your Mount Rushmore, because we've only played one other game. So, right now we've only played pieces. So, both of us have pieces as number one game by default. With Foreman for real, where are you ranking it? Is it number one or is it number two? I had more fun with pieces than I did this game. I could argue that pieces, I can understand why you didn't like it. It, it, there's a mile of difference between Pieces and Foreman for Real. Pieces was a game that you can play. It was remotely fun. Foreman for Real. Got, if we get to play Pieces with Party Mode, I think that'd be a totally different game. Well, I, the bad part is it seems like George Foreman came from nothing, kind of self-made himself, whether it was with intelligence and boxing and uh, you know God-given talent and hard work and luck with and, the and grill he, and it, yeah luck with the grill and it seems like he's a pretty decent dude. I don't know the guy personally, but you know I don't want nothing bad to happen. To George Foreman. I'll probably when somebody says, "Hey, George Foreman died today," I'll be like, "Oh man, that sucks," you know. Yeah. Uh, but this game was hot fucking garbage. <laughs> it was so bad, like maybe the worst sports game that we've played. It's up there. It's in the discussion. I it's, don't know it's, if it it's, is. It's in the discussion. So I guess that that we're definitely unified. I knew when I the, in the first five minutes of this game, I was like, if Josh tells me that this right. is better in pieces, I'm bitch slapping him. Is what I'm gonna do. Like Alec, y'all had to pull me off of him. I'm gonna kill his ass. Uh, Foreman for real was pretty bad. Do you think this is gonna be the worst game we play this season? I hope so. I, I hope so. Too. I hope so. Do you think? Well, I think with if, with that, where I think we're both going to say the next game's got to be better. It's got to be better. Do you have a prediction? Ah, uh, I can go ahead and tell you mine. Yeah, what's yours? You got a new seat over here. We broke out both of the WWF. We do have. We're both. getting that wrestling. We getting that the wrestling? wrestling game. Okay. This week. Okay. This week is going to feel you on that. I feel you on that. I'm going to go with a platformer. Okay, okay. So, just keep this in mind. Like, both seasons, we've had correlations, FX, chips, movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger and James Cameron. uh, Amiga. Amiga. So, we've got an Atlas puzzle game and an acclaimed horrible boxing game with a celebrity in it. You know what? If I had to put a... I'm going wrestling. That, that's close to the boxing genre. And, and you're going with... Uh, I'm going something completely out there. If I had to throw a, a 1B in there, I would say it's going to be another game with a celebrity or a sports star in it. Yeah. If I had now, to throw see, a 2B in there. See, or a 1B. with me saying platformer... That's you, pretty broad. Pretty well, broad. Well, not only that, but you said that the people that made this game done uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Did they not do Super Ghouls and Ghosts? I don't think they did. See, that was my hope. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. That's a fun game, and it's fucking hard as shit. Well, yeah, it is bad. <laughs> well, it's Ghouls and Ghosts, Ghosts and Goblins, and shit, I don't know. Yeah, Either they, way, they, they that, them genre. games were so bullshit because 
You couldn't hardly play him. Yeah, you could. You know what you had to do? Just run. Are you, are you trying to tell me it I'm was... I'm trying to tell you. It's not like no escape. It's not like no escape. You just run. Don't stop. Don't slow down. Just keep going. Use those iframes to your advantage. That's all you got to do. All right. Well, I guess we're going to wrap it up right here. That's it. I have a feeling you're going to anxiously await the next draw because I was like, man, I was like, I bet Josh is just itching to get rid of this game. No, I was. I was. Last week, whenever you said we had a postpone, I'm like, no. I, well, don't I was so busy, and I'm like, there's no way I can play this game for another week. And I fired it up today, and I'm like, it's not that bad. And it was that bad. It was it terrible. It was that bad. I said, I, after we got done filming our last one, I went out to eat with the family. And I was playing it there while I was waiting on my food. And I'm like, I could record this episode in the next 30 minutes. So let me ask you this. I know the answer to this, but I've got to hear you say it just because I think we both have a bad taste. It's like drinking soured milk. This game or Untouchables? I don't know. It's I still think Untouchables is I think by, untouch- a mile, yeah. by a mile. I don't think it's I think- a- I think it's Untouchables, and it has to be Untouchables, because I think Untouchables would have been a little bit better if we could have used the gun. Especially for the shooting gallery stages, I bet you... Or a SNES mouse or something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're going to draw the next game. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. See you guys. See ya.